rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Whoa, hello there. I love it. Let me see if, I can, if you can hear me. <laughs> I would love it even better if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Mama, can you hear me? Yes. All right. How's it going? My name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give us a good review on iTunes. That helps. Remember to hit the subscribe, the like and subscribe button on your YouTube channel so you will get a notification. Actually, you have to hit that bell, too, to get the notifications when the show comes on. I encourage you all to come over to the YouTube channel at RDT Daily Media at, on YouTube and stream the show live from there because that's where all the amazing Tarabuster OG crew hangs out. And uh, it's not as annoying as Facebook. Facebook is whatever. You know, it's Mark Zuckerberg. It sucks. So, um, yeah. And it's part of the problem, frankly. So, But we built a large community on Facebook. The fact is, when we, when we run the show on Facebook, it only goes out to a certain amount of people. So it, we may have 150,000 followers on RDT Daily, but they're not getting notified when the show comes on. 150,000 people aren't getting notified. There's a certain amount of people, and then you have to boost it. So they want, to get, they want you to spend more money. So that's just the way it is. Anyway, um, it's annoying. So what's the other thing I have to say? Um, buy some merch. Yes, I'm wearing my Resist shirt with Francis Jr. Jr., all that stuff helps us grow. Become a patron. I'm encouraging everyone to become patrons because eventually we will do this as a daily show. The If I don't have to, um, you know, work on uh, getting other gigs, I can make this the main gig. And that, that, honestly, this is, I believe that we need it. We need more of the liberal media. This is the liberal media. I'm sorry, people. You're looking at it. Me, Bob Kincaid, Mike Malloy. That's the liberal media. Progressive voices. Um, and we're going to get into it tonight because I was really pissed off today. And I know a lot of times we'll, we'll, we critique the media in general. I guess that's sort of, that's because of me, I guess. I mean, it is... Tarabuster, but it's also because I've, you know, I do have a master's degree in communications, believe it or not. I'm very interested in that kind of the messages that we get as, the, as a you know, consciously or unconsciously we are absorbing these messages. I, I encourage pe people to be conscious when they're watching the media or absorbing any kind of media. It's somebody's construction of reality, and they're trying to influence you. And they have all different agendas. What, what is the agenda here? That Tarabuster? We, okay, I'll lay it out. A couple of things. We 
we're the true patriots. Liberals are the real patriots. This is my thesis. It's my hypothesis. I say it every week, and I, I believe that we prove the case. Liberals, it's not even about proving it. Uh, maybe it's about proving it to the morons, but the fact is the United States is created in, uh, in, liberal, um, in a liberal tradition of progress moving forward. The, that crazy liberal idea that we didn't need a king and an aristocracy, that's the problem. Now we're, we're ha- we have an aristocracy now. It's being rebuilt by Republicans and corporate Democrats. So this is where we are. That's the hypothesis. The other hypothesis is that, yes, Republicans suck. The, that's, I mean, hello, they suck. And they are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. They prove me right by, it's almost insane when you think about it, electing a con man as their standard bearer. Unfortunately, he, 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 he's our standard bearer, too. He's the, the United States standard bearer. And, but we do have this fascist party now. That has their, uh, that's a crime family. It's nothing but a crime family. If you saw Rachel Maddow's interview with Lev Parnas, uh-oh, here comes Tara Jr. Jr. What, what the hell, man? All right, come on over. <laughs> Why does he come every time? I mean, he's sleeping over there. He's just sleeping, and then I guess he hears me talking. I don't know. Maybe he just wants to hang out with the Tara Buster crew. This is Tara Jr. Jr., and he's a good kid. He's a good boy. <laughs> so, all right. He's my emotional support cat, as is Francis Jr. Jr. Where is he? Oh, I thought he was behind me, but he's not. All right. Anyway, that's the... What else was I saying? Oh, yeah, the hypothesis. Is that, is that a hypothesis? The hypothesis. Am I saying that correctly? I know the thesis is... Maybe I'm saying it should be thesis. Hypothesis is... Let me see. Let me just look that up now that I'm saying that. I don't look like an idiot over here. I know. I know. Hypo- oh, it gave me hypnosis. Hypoth. Hypothesis. Come on, man. Why can't I spell? Come on, man. The supposition or proposed explanation made on the basis of limited evidence as a starting point for further investigation. Okay. Well, it's sort of like... Hmm. The thesis, I think a thesis is a better word, just a thesis. The thesis of the show, a statement or theory that is put forward as a premise to be maintained or proved. Okay, that that actually fits better. All right, I'm just have to I have to move him so he sits like this. Okay, you relax now, buddy. You're working too hard over here. So, yeah, so the thesis of the show is that Republicans suck and that they're unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. If you want a shithole country run by religious zealots and infested with morons who think it's their birthright to be an idiot and act like an asshole and not give a shit about anybody else but themselves, but expect everybody to give a shit about them, then your Republicans are your your guys, and most of them are guys, so they're, they're stupid. And they also, they're unfit. They, and the other thing, what's the other thing? I need to write these down. 
Republicans hate democracy. That's ultimately, that's really the, the, the whole tension in Western civilization has been about who rules. The, is it the workers or the elites? And of course, the history of Western civilization has been the elites rule. They, that's just the way it is. And they put forward their thesis that it's their natural place. If they weren't meant to rule, God would have made them a, a peon, a serf, a, a, a subject, instead of having been born into whatever, uh, born on third base, hitting they, thinking they hit a triple. It's not even that. They born in the right family. So like Donald Trump Jr., that's a thing. That's actually a, that's a thing. Think about that. Donald Trump Jr. If this were an, a monarchy, that, that's your king in waiting. Primogenitor, there, there you go. We would have to endure that. But the founders, because they were students of the liberal age of enlightenment, and it didn't happen overnight. It was a um, thought wave that went it went uh, over more than a century of whispering, hey, you know, um, maybe we don't need a king. Maybe this intergenerational aristocracy shit is bullshit. And that the, maybe the purpose of a government is for everyone for to promote the general welfare over the welfare of the intergenerational aristocracy right so fuck them that's the other the other thesis of the show really that's what it is and um my other case in point or stance is that it's not just Republicans. It's, uh, really, when I think about it, I, I made the website Republican Dirty Tricks, right? It should, I should have probably called it Conservative Daily Tricks. Because, I mean, really, I wish they were conservative. What are they conserving? Aristocracy. That's what they're conserving. Power. Hierarchy. That's, that's conservatism in a nutshell. They, they want to, they think they're saving you from the crazy, the scary world of others who don't know their place. They think that if everybody just got in their place, we'd all have utopia. The problem is people don't know their place. You know, black people are getting too uppity. Um, gay people want a seat at the table. That's, it's the, that's, this, that's chaos. So they can't handle that. And actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I saw this story this week. Um, I wasn't even planning on talking about it, but only because it just came in my mind. This fucking religious bat, these religious sons of bitches, so-called religious, they kicked some girl out of school because she had a birthday and her mother bought her a rainbow cake. Let me see. Girl out of school rain it wasn't even a rainbow cake they the the mother ordered a cake of many colors and the girl was wearing a shirt with a rainbow on it and she posted it on her instagram or something and the the fascists in the school saw it and they went 
they went apoplectic because that's and it's there's another of uh, them proving me right right there again because I I it's like I always say it's like conservatism and progressivism it's sort of like going from Kansas into Oz the wizard of you know how Dorothy was living in this black and white world and all of a sudden the whole world opened up to her these these amazing colors and the and all interesting people and adventures well except for the witch but whatever she i guess i heard she was just misunderstood i don't know something like that, that was it that's uh, i didn't see that play so that's from wicked or whatever all right what what do i talk what am i talking about but so but that's really who they are if you that the, they must they must live in such a boring tiny little world where everything's the same, all the same. And the irony of Republicans are, of course, they're all about the rugged individual, right? Be an individual. Bullshit. What they're talking about, when, they, when they're talking about individual, rugged individual, what they're talking about is selfishness. They want to be selfish. Not in, that's individual to them. Fuck everybody else. They want all the benefits of society, but they don't want any of the responsibilities. Meaning, you don't have to like gays. You don't have to be a friend of gays. But they, you have to treat them with the dignity and respect that you expect to be treated with. They have to, you have to treat them with equal protection under the law. If you get a law applied to you, they get a law applied to them. Keep your stupid black and white nose out of their lives. And guess what? We'll keep our amazing, colorful, and interesting noses out of your flat Kansas lives. I don't know. Go back to Kansas and stay there, Dorothy. And I don't mean to even bring Dorothy into it because at least she was open-minded and tried. She and appreciated things, not like Republicans. They think every it's all everything, but they want all the benefits. Though they want the respect, right? They want everyone to, uh, res- uh, you know, what is the word? I don't know. I guess it is respect or honor them, the poor Christians. Oh, the poor dears. They're only seventy-eight percent of the population. They're so picked upon. How do they handle it? And, yeah, so this is from, where is it? It's so ridiculous. The mother of a Kentucky girl, that's where it was, Kentucky, Kansas, it doesn't matter, I'm talking about the Wizard of Oz, who was expelled from a Christian private school for lifestyle violations. Like, hello? Um, it's not, what's the lifestyle the, of a 15-year-old? So, she, they don't deserve her. That's the problem. You see what I'm saying? She's too good for them. She's not a self-loathing. I don't know what her situation is. Maybe she's gay. I don't know. Who cares? She's not, but she's not self-loathing. They need her to be self-loathing in the closet. So, you know, maybe she... Uh, think about all the other kids in that school that are gay and are in the closet. Because of these freaks that are going to kill themselves, that are going to turn to addiction, 
that are going to self-destruct and all of the pain that they will cause to their loved ones and the community because of their self-loathing, because of their Christian academy that doesn't know the first thing about what it is to be a Christian, for Christ's sake. I I guess, is that what a Christian is nowadays? Because I don't know. I know some people who, they say they're Christians. They're not, um, you know, they're liberals. Some, some liberals are Christians, of course. They're the real Christians, just like we're the real patriots. The ones who really follow their Jesus. The socialist hippie who walked around giving out free health care. And, and caring about other human beings. For Christ's sakes. I thought he said he, uh, he came to uh, change the Old Testament of eye to an eye. I say, turn the other cheek. These fuckers know nothing about what it means to be Christian. But not, forget being Christian. They don't know what it means to be human. Decent. The pain that they cause that ripples out for generations. This girl is too good for them. She, she, that's the problem. She's not self-loathing. She's better than them. And her and her family need to get the fuck away from them as quickly as their little feet can carry them. For God's sakes. Anyway, the mother of a Kentucky girl who was expelled from a Christian private school for lifestyle violations said she was kicked out of school after a photo of the teen in a rainbow sweater and a rainbow cake was posted on Facebook. Kayla Kenny was ringing in her 15th birthday with, a family lo- with, with the family at a local restaurant when her mother, Kimberly, snapped a photo of the teen. She was happy. She looked beautiful. Uh, Alford, that's her name, Kimberly Alford, told Wave 3 News, You know, of course, as a mom, I took her picture with, the, uh, with her blowing out the candles and I posted it on my Facebook page. Not long after the photo was posted, it was shared with Kenny's school, White. Whitefield Academy. Ugh, they should be called White Bastard Academy. Days later, Alfred was contacted by the school's principal, Bruce Jacobson, who is, a, who is an upstanding Christian who would never, ever touch another man's penis, apparently. It's too... It's, though he really... I mean, he's overly concerned about everyone else's penises and what they do and with their I mean a 15 year old though you're talking about a 15 year old you sick fuck who informed her that her child would be expelled for not being sufficiently in the closet and self-loathing Alfred claims her daughter's expulsion was the result of a social of the social media post saying that she received an email from Jacobson mentioning the photo It was an email expelling Kayla from Whitefield immediately due to a post on social media. I feel judged. She feel judged. Just as devastating. Just very devastating for us. However, the school disputes this. Inaccurate media reports. Fake news. Fake news. Are circling stating that the student in question was expelled from our school solely for a social media post. In fact, she has unfortunately violated our student code of conduct. Numerous times in the past two years. Of course, they don't detail what she did. Perhaps she didn't say, faggot, 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 when uh, some new, the new kid in town 
was wearing something suspiciously not masculine enough for them, for the for the for the good Christians. For they they're very upset. The peepees are the peepees clothed properly. Are they in the proper bathroom? Are they acting and behaving traditionally like the same, like every peepee should act according to them? If you got a, this kind of peepee, you got to be like this. You got that peepee, you got a, you know, very uh, precious peepees we got here. And they, they want to know what's going on with the peepees. What, who's signing that contract? Are those peepees the appropriate combination? Of peepees. That's what they are. This Republicans are, and you know they're Republicans, and they're and they're Trumpanzies. You better believe it. They're all a bunch of Trumpanzies. They all vote for the the their own demise. The gr- the great Christian pussy grabber, the the criminal, the con man who hangs out with mobsters. You know Lev Parnas. One of the things he did, he ran some pump and dump operation in, in Florida. You know, this is who they put into the White House surrounding the president, the so-called president. A bunch of con men and criminals. And he, was, he, he also sent dead rats to people in the mail who were going to turn. You know, you don't, you, you don't rat on when you're in the crime family, that's the worst thing you can be. And Trump is right out in the open with it. But anyway, back to this, these fucking uh, trump which are part of the problem. trump are the, they're the problem. Think about it. We live in, this, in a country where uh, nearly half, not all, because they receive fewer votes, and there are less of them. So that's why they have to rig and, and steal and suppress votes and hate democracy and until they can finally get rid of it altogether and get us back to the way it should be, a, the intergenerational aristocracy with a church, a heavy uh, church and state intertwined. So when you have a, uh, if you fall through the cracks and you need a social safety net, forget it. No, 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 honey. Go to the church. The government does nothing. The government is there. To send your ass to war to die for the for the for the Lord, for your betters whenever they want. It could be for a whatever corporate expansion they want to engage in, or their own jerk off material. Is it enough sufficiently puff, puffing them up with the blood of you and your your loved ones? But you know, uh, and that's the way it should be. That's what they're doing. Don't even, don't make any mistake. That's what they're doing. They're rebuilding this very system that this country was founded as an antidote to. So, yeah, and they send Giuliani over there. All these scumbags. Giuliani doesn't even have security clearance. He doesn't even work for the government officially. So we have a bunch of criminals running around, and then this is how a republic dies because you have a bunch of criminals in government sucking the criminal's ass. I don't know. They need to go. Anyway, whatever. Um, in fact, let's get back to this story. She has unfortunately violated our student code of conduct numerous times over the past years, 
In fall, we met with the students to give her her final chance to begin to adhere to our code of conduct. Unfortunately, she did not live up to the agreement and therefore has been expelled because we are loving Christians. And whatever that code of conduct, what was the code of conduct? What would they have done if she was a gay basher? I guess she would have continued to be a member of this shitty, dumbass Christian academy. What's the name of this academy? Like, I'm trying to find the, the name. It should be out there because, you know, public shaming and all. Whitefield Academy. Yes. Uh, let's see. Where's the rest of this? Um, in the email, Jacobson reportedly said that the photo of Kenny on her birthday demonstrates a posture of morality and cultural acceptance because they're not about acceptance. These are Christians. They're about repression, depression, division, ignorance, keeping you down, hating, kicking down on people, dividing people, making sure that you're stomped into the ground. Not, this ain't the peace and love we're talking about. This ain't the peace and love, Jesus. This Jesus is a son of a f- bitch. This Jesus, whatever Jesus, I don't know, they have. If Jesus came back today, believe me, they would crucify him again. That is the truth. Jesus was crucified not by Jews or whatever. He was crucified by conservatives. They didn't like him walking around saying, no, no, turn the other cheek. No, no, you're, you're just, um, we're all equal. That kind of shit gets you crucified. They, they got a game to play. They got, they got a game. They got a scam. This cushy, phony, baloney scam going on, and they're a part of it. They need the hierarchy. They need you nice and s- compliant. So, according to Alfred, a bakery receipt on the cake lists the design as assorted colors. There was nothing intended by that, and when I went back and got the receipt from the bakery, it didn't even say anything about representation. It just said assorted colors. The Academy Code of Conduct states a student's off-campus behavior can result in discipline if it doesn't align with school's beliefs. Now, I wonder if if they posted a video of this girl bashing on some some gay or whatever. Um, It would be fine, I suppose. This is how wonderful it is to live in a fascist theocracy, isn't it? Amongst assholes who they go, they turn to an ancient book of fables to justify their own small world to keep them tiny. That's what they're afraid of. You're busting out, girl. They don't like that. You're bigger than them. You're more interesting. You're colorful. You're not an asshole. They can't have it. That's too threatening to them. Stay in line. Stay in your place. These are rugged individuals, after all, right? USA, USA. Rugged individuals. All voting for pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps. All voting for that rugged individual party. 
But just try it. Try being a rugged individual. Just try it in the Republican Party. And they got something for you. It's called ostracization. They, now, on, on my, in my opinion, they need to be ostracized. We, if this was another time, we'd march all these criminals to the border and say, so long, sucker. But no, not in this time. In this time, these, these decent 15-year-olds who are wearing a rainbow shirt have the audacity to eat a cake of many colors. How goddamn, the, how dare she? The humanity. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, how can you make America great? When you have so many colors. Jeez. You can't have that. It's unbelievable. And the Academy's Parent and Student Handbook from the 2017-18 school year, a section titled Statement on Marriage, Sexuality, and Gender Identity. This is what they're teaching teenagers. In a, uh, like, what the fuck is wrong with these assholes? specifically states that sexual immorality, including adultery, do they know who their standard bearer is? Fornication, do they know who their standard bearer is? Homosexuality, um, okay, do they know who their standard bearer is? Lesbianism, do they know who they voted for? Bisexual conduct, they have a first lady, a nude model first lady that took Naked photos with other women. What are they talking about? And advocacy for sexual immorality or sinful. Go fuck yourselves, okay? That's how they control, you see. If you can grab onto somebody, somebody's sexuality, you literally have them by the balls, you see. So then right from there, the, the repression the, and the subjugation is uh, basically you're, when you conform, you're doing the work for them. Can't have them getting up and uh, you know resisting. Can't resist the hierarchy. You can, and they have to unify themselves by giving them an out group. This, is, this ain't the peace and love, Christian Jesus. You know what I mean? They need somebody to, to hate. Otherwise, um, how could they be great? You know, they might have to do things like, like evolve. They might have to confront themselves and say, shit, you know, um, I really do want to uh, live, well, I mean, live an authentic life. I, it takes courage, though. You see what I'm saying? They don't have it. They're, they're tiny and scared and that's why they don't, if somebody has the courage to live an authentic life, oh, forget it. Even if it's just a 15-year-old girl blowing out candles on a, rain, on a, a colorful cake. It's not even a rainbow cake. A cake of assorted colors. Oh, shit. She's going to burn in hell. But anyway, no, honey, hell, we're in hell. This is hell. This is hell. They live in hell. Their black and white world of hate and ignorance, stupidity, same thing. Conservatism, I repeat myself. They're, it's there. They're in hell. The repression. 
you know, of course, as we know, Kentucky. Let me see Kentucky porno searches. I think they they love all kinds. They're very fucked up over there. Let's see. Um, of course, I'm getting all these porno sites. Because I think they did a study. All the red states, they are, they are the most... On their internet searches, they they are they top the internet searches for pornography, and it's all kinds of like you know me, guys you know men on men, women on women, women on three men, men and three men and a and a I was gonna say baby, but that's not that's fucked up. Ah, I don't doubt it though. More searches for porn. In red states, because they're repressed. That's what it is. They, they, f- it's fucked up. Like that's what happens. It's they hate themselves ultimately. Which U.S. states consume the most porn? Not that I mean, whatever. Utah, number one user of porn. Let's see where. Where's Kentucky? Doesn't matter. But I'm sure that's what I'm saying. It's all like gay porn. That's what it was. I remember reading something. Because they're repressed. They, they're, they, these are married people, too. That's how they, these, these fake Christian assholes, they destroy families. Instead of just let live and let live, you tiny little asshole, a, a sycophant of a con man, you hypocritical ass-wiping lick-spittle fake Christian goon, Kicking down on a 15-year-old girl who who has the audacity to blow out a candles on a a cake of many colors, for Christ's sakes! So it's it's uh, that's you know they hate themselves. That's what it is. Let me see. Well, here's Kentucky principal who tried to ban books charged with child porn. This was in November of 2019, but. I, this is what it came up when I searched. Of course, a Kentucky principal who once made headlines for trying to ban books with what he deemed inappropriate content has been indicted on child pornography charges. News outlets reported that the grand jury charged 54-year-old Philip Todd Wilson, principal of Clark County Area Technology Center, with 17 child pornography possession and distribution charges. Kentucky State Police filed 15 counts each of the charges against Wilson in August, school officials told news outlets that they were shocked and dismayed by the accusations. Well, this is what it is. It's another case in point. We were saying this the other day, the other, whenever it was, one of the other shows, like when that, that New Jersey legislator wrote an article about not drinking and driving three days before he was arrested for drinking and driving. This is who they are. They inflict their manias outward instead of getting the help they desperately need. So what do you want to bet? Talk about that girl in Kentucky in the school. How many of these people are repressed are closet cases, hate themselves. They could be married with 10 children. It does not matter. 
they are miserable and they hate themselves, they hate their lives, and instead of getting the help they need, they inflict it outwards. And you can't have anybody else. You can't have a girl in a rainbow shirt blowing out candles on a, a assorted colored cake because that is too tempting to them. It shows them it's too painful, ultimately. It's, it, it exposes their own conflict, how they are so just full of shit and they can't handle it. They hate themselves. So let everybody else conform so they don't have to look at themselves in the mirror and say, wow, you know, it is possible to live an authentic life. This 15-year-old girl can do it and I'm a 54-year-old whatever man, an, uh, an idiot, uh, a, Christ, a fake Christian goon who stands up in church and sings the hymns and, and points my finger at everybody else. But meanwhile, they're so sick. And, I mean, really, you, you're allowed to be sick, but just stop inflicting it. Get help. Get help. But you, don't have, you can't because you don't have courage. That's what it is. They don't have the courage. They, they can't seem weak. And so they'll just keep getting sicker and sicker until, I mean, this is what happens. That's, it's uh, pathological. They're, they're uh, it's unfortunate that they have power at this point. Anyway, whatever. That's why I always say secede. This, I mean, honestly, I look at these people, I'm like, really? I'm supposed to share the same air with these assholes? And they don't even let a 15-year-old girl continue their education not that why would she want to frankly of course she will turn around one day and i'm sure she'll realize that they did her a favor what is she doing with them they're not they're not fit they don't deserve her she should be where she could be appreciated be with her own people who will celebrate her her courage and her authenticity and will you know Va uh, value that. Celebrate that. So, all right. I'm looking at the chat. Thank you, Jim, of course. Super chats. All super chats are welcome. Oh, hi. Banterboard. Thank you so much. You're very nice. Finally found some work. Here's a, a wee bit of money. Thank you, Banterboard. They, it's really generous and it's helpful because it's going to keep us going. So I appreciate that. And I so anyway, I'm looking at the time. I really w I didn't plan on talking about that girl. So, but I want it cuz what I really want to talk about. Hold on, I have to take a drink cuz I'm losing my voice. One second. And I don't have like one of those buttons. So I'm I'm sorry if it's gross. And you have to listen to me swallowing coffee. But so we have couple of minutes 30 that's uh 639 well doesn't matter if you I, what am i supposed to say on the it's 39 after the hour or whatever anyway um what i want because what i want to talk about is the bernie bash going on this is it pissed me off and it it's it's epidemic and it shows us honestly as FDR said, judge me by my enemies. 
it shows us just how much I mean that for me personally, I it it is evidence that Bernie is the the right candidate that we need that this country needs to restore the the working class to fix to or not that he's magical of course not it takes time but to have a standard bearer to finally who finally understands and it's not that they don't understand either this is the other thing joe biden knows that this is the least upwardly mobile country that in 30 years we went from the most to the least of all our western partners upwardly mobile with the widest income gap he understands that he's been there he's watched it he he's been he's been profiting off of it and he is a weak candidate in my opinion it's gonna it's going to come down to bernie and biden and already all over the corporate media and today this is what i wanted to talk about they they've been bashing Bernie. It's all because of this Bernie and Elizabeth Warren. The, it's really Elizabeth Warren. Her this uh, bullshit scandal. Why that, that that she that he told her supposedly that a woman couldn't win. That is such bullshit, and everybody knows it. Everyone knows that Bernie would never say that. And this is another reason why he is the most appropriate candidate, and he is someone who can actually win against Twitler. And th- he'll, because nobody believes what Elizabeth Warren is saying. We all know that he didn't, he doesn't think that. We have video of him. In fact, here's a video going back to the 80s of Bernie. Hold on. Of course, now. La, la, la. I'm trying to find the folder. Today's the 18th. Yes, yes, yes. Bernie from the 80s. Two different clips. Of co- you might have seen the first one where he's saying, yes, a woman can be, pre- you know, I believe a woman can be president. Of course, this is from the 80s. And then the real issue is not whether you're black or white, whether you're a woman or a man. In my view, a woman could be elected president of the United States. The real issue is whose side are you on? Are you on the side of workers and poor people, or are you on the side of big money and the corporations? One of the very important things, and I hope that all the girls... Okay, and this is for people on the podcast. This is Bernie talking to children. Looks to be about eight, six, seven, eight-year-old kids about politics in the 80s. In this class I hope you can hear it. That... You, just as much as the boys, have a right to become president. There's not been a woman president, or there was a woman who was giving thought. He's saying to the little girls, I want the girls to understand this just as much as the boys. You girls, you can be president just like the boys. This is what he's telling them. It's, I know it's a little hard to hear. Running for president this time. He's saying there's currently a woman running for president. This was in the 80s. From Colorado, a woman named Representative Schroeder. Representative Schroeder. I hope that the girls will think that they have the right to be involved in politics quite as much. I hope the girls think that they have the right to be in politics just as much as the boys do. 
that's why we know they're full of shit. But it's all over the news. Now, today, this is why I, I decided to talk about this on the show today. Because I was watching AM Joy, which, you know, up and down. It depends. I like her. I like uh, the way she pushes back on Republicans when the, when the Republicans come on and they start lying. She fact-checks them immediately right on the air. She doesn't let them slip in their bullshit. But let's also remember, she's got problems too. She's bashing Bernie. So today she had, well, I'm, the problem I'm talking about, remember she wrote all these blog posts back in the day, anti-gay blog posts. Okay, we all forgave her, I suppose, right? She said she's evolved. You will never find an anti-gay blog post from Bernie from the 80s. I'm sorry. You won't find an anti-woman blog post. You won't find a racist blog post. This is not who he is. And the media is constructing, they're actively creating this view that Bernie is a misogynist. This is a corporate-sponsored creation that is based in nothing and i'm pissed off i'm sick of it because it's they use the same tactics as the as twitler and the right why is it okay for for people supposedly on the left they're not on the left these are the moderate these are the republicans these are the normal republicans that's that's the dlc dems they're not they're not liberals they have a d after their name it doesn't matter because they're promoting, they're promoting bullshit. Oh, let's wear a pink scarf on um, to promote the, uh, our, you know, uh, embracing of uh, women's right to private medical decisions and th- that kind of shit. They, they, it has no teeth to it. It's it's something that a, a corporation can eagerly and easily brand too, like today the women's march today. What what's the point? I I was watching some videos online. I'm thinking it's the mouse who roared. Let the plebs blow off some steam. That's what you need to do. It's like Saturnalia in the Roman times. The the first shall be last. The last shall be first. Oh, uh, let the let the slave society... The, the Romans were a very class-conscious society. That's more than that you could say about us. We are a classist society, except we're too stupid to, not, to know it. We know it. We're not stupid. Half of the... Many people are, though. They think they're in the middle class when they're driving Ubers on their days off and, try, and hanging above, just trying to ha- hang by a thread. So, anyway, and that's what I think. These corporate Dems, that's what they're about. They don't want real change we can believe in. What does that mean? Anyway, change we can believe in. It's, it's the same as make America great again. It means nothing. It's a Rorschach test. It means whatever you want it to mean for whoever you're trying to talk to. Make America Great Again it certainly has a different, again, anyway, it has a different connotation to me or anybody and as, as it does to uh, the 320 million diverse people in this country. It means something to who, whoever 
um, is filtering that information. Same thing with change we can believe in. Well, the change I could believe in was to restore the American middle class to its post-New Deal economic vibrancy. That was the change I was believing in. Instead, I got Republican policies. That's why we're still in this shit. And the DLC Democrats, even when we were watching the debate, when Tom Perez gave his opening statement, he had, this, he had a speech, fired up speech, and he was like, we're the party that want, is, uh, wants you to um, you know, have the freedom to love who you love and whatever. Okay, that's great. They'll, they are a kinder, gentler fascism. Honestly. I know I'll probably lose some uh, patrons, but I'm not saying don't. Okay, here's the thing. I do believe when you're in a hole, stop digging. The, we, whoever's the nominee, yeah. If it's Buttigieg, I will really have to hold my nose and vote. I doubt it'll be him. Hopefully not. Biden, same thing. Honestly, I didn't really hold my nose and vote for Hillary. I, I voted for Hillary, but it, I didn't feel like that's holding my nose. I didn't, even though, yeah, she's kind of pissing me off now, especially the attacks on Bernie. But I will, uh, yeah, vote for these goddamn Dems. But here's the problem. We're, they're, they are the problem. They're part of it. Because nothing's worse than somebody who tells you they're your friends while they're stabbing you in the back. They're not going to do anything to fix the problem of income in, uh, um, inequality and the oligarchy. This country is effectively an oligarchy. We have such concentrated wealth and this this veneration for the billionaires and Bernie is 100% right. There should be no billionaires. There is no point. That is insane. What kind of a of a community is this? It not only harms the community, it harms democracy. It harms the government. That the that so many people died to entrust to us. So we have an obligation. It's who's who, uh, to, to 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 have progressive taxation and to not and make sure like that's that one person doesn't have so much money that they can challenge the government. That's what happened in ancient Rome. It was part of what happened. You had all these rapaciously. Um, wealthy individuals that would fund their own armies and things. We're not to that point. But we're to a point where the people in this country really believe that that billionaires, oh, thank you, my lord, that they're doing something good while they're preventing the change that we actually need. What do they do? The, oh, so um, Stephen Colbert gives money. I mean, he's not a billionaire, but he gave money to a school that now they can buy books and shit. Oh, thank you, my lord. Or someone, a billionaire, he did some philanthropic whatever. They put on a wing at a hospital. Oh, thank you, my lord. That's not the way this shit's supposed to run. And these Democrats, they... 
these DLC Democrats are benefiting from it, and they don't like that Bernie is calling it out. It's not about being woke or being pure. The purity test. That's the other thing that pisses me off. They're talking about the pu- this purity test. Oh, um, that Bernie's are uh, the Bernie supporters are they expect purity. What's we're not we're talking about the life of this country, the democracy that we were entrusted. There is a problem. It's like somebody. It's it's like the body body politic is us. Let's say it's like. The doctor says, you have cancer, you're dying, and these DLC Democrats are like, fine, but we want to keep smoking, and let's do everything but do, I'm, I'm trying to find, that's a stupid metaphor, but you know what I'm saying, they, they, are, they like smoking, but they don't want to stop because they're benefiting from it somehow, or maybe they have, uh, they got stuck in it, or whatever, and the doctor Bernie is telling them this is what needs to be done, uh, but they're too, and, and they start bashing Bernie. He's got, he points, he looks, um, he's got a hunch, uh, this fucking bitch on AM Joy this morning, the, she, she had to, she had the nerve to bring on a, okay, I'm just trying to calm down. Did you bring on a body language expert to go through Bernie's, um, the incident where uh, Elizabeth Warren wouldn't shake Bernie's hand. It's the most disingenuous 10 minutes of uh, MSNBC that I had seen in a long time, even though there's a lot of them. I'm sure there's one going on right now. It is bullshit. And maybe I shouldn't really play it right now. Actually, I'm looking at the time because we've got to take a break. Maybe we'll take a break a little early and we can come back and just keep going on with the show. It is a little early, but whatever. Let's just take a break because otherwise, if I play the video and then I come back, we'll, it'll be, it will be, you know, a pause and it's not good. It ain't good, people. It just ain't good. So what I will do, we're going to take a, we're going to take an eight minute break as we do on the Saturday shows to get coffee, to do our thing, go go take care of our animals and our bodily functions. We you know, we're all about sharing here. We don't we're not shy. We're humans. We need breaks sometimes, you know what I mean? And I got to get coffee. I also drink the coffee because of my throat. Yeah. I am uh hmm I'm looking at the at the chat. I tweeted Hartman today and told him I'm boycotting his daily program for as long as he keeps reading Joy Reid's book between breaks. Good. Uh, it's really, come on. Purity test? What is this shit? Why are we... Why, it's, like, why, it's the same thing to me. I look at it like, h- how can I criticize the right wing for voting for their oppressors when we're kind of doing the same thing by allowing these people to get away with it. And this is why I, it's not about voting, uh, obviously, to, for our, pre- in a way, it's about, it's, uh, of course, I mean, you have to vote, right, of course. But, I mean, yes, when you're in a hole, stop digging. When you're bleeding, you got to stem the bleeding. 
That's how I look at it, if it comes down to voting for a corporate Dem. But the, we have to call them out. We have to expose them. Otherwise, it will never change. Do you know what I mean? We can't let them get away with it, and it's not about purity. We're so pure? No, we're yeah, – is that purity? We want to – have a country that isn't the least upwardly mobile. We want a country that isn't just an oligarchy. That's not the way it was supposed to be. So, all right, let me take a break, goddammit. And, uh, yeah, here, you know this, you know the drill. What's today? The tw- oh, Why can't I find the goddamn thing? It's so annoying. I'm sorry, I know it's annoying. All the dates are wrong on my videos for some reason. La da dee, la da doo. They should be in alpha in uh, the order of date, and they're not. Okay, here it is. We're gonna take a break. Eight minutes. Labor history. Green News report. You know the drill. I will see you back here in eight minutes. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. You guys make me. Uh, I was really looking forward to doing the show today because I was kind of depressed to tell you the truth and I was missing you guys because I didn't do a show all week except for Tuesday on the when we did the debate but uh, yeah it was too long before we meet again and I was looking forward to it all right let me blah 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 (laughs) no I don't have a P jar under my console executive decision I do I have a I I have a nice functioning plumbing system in my home I don't need to do that so all right see you in about eight minutes Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. The federal government has committed $2 billion to what will be the mammoth task of rebuilding entire towns that have been devastated by the bushfires. Australia grapples with unprecedented wildfires in a taste of its climate future. Climate change intensified deluge floods Jakarta, plus... That part of the world is still very important for the price that people will pay here in their gas tank. Buckle up. Trump's escalation of tensions with Iran is spiking oil prices. All of those escalations and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And in the meantime, our political leaders have been doing their best to avoid addressing the role of climate change in making those bushfires more severe. Hey, Australia, we know the feeling. I'd apologize, but, well, you know, Rupert Murdoch and all. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we have been off for a couple of weeks, so... um, 
Happy New Year? Mm, not so much in Australia. Oh, uh, yeah. A smattering of rain has provided only a tiny reprieve from unprecedented bushfires that have been sweeping across the east coast of Australia for months amid record heat and drought. At least 200 fires are burning in southeast Australia alone. As of airtime, at least 24 people have lost their lives, more than 1,500 homes incinerated. Mm. The Australian military is assisting in evacuations and firefighting, and the impact impact on Australia's unique wildlife is devastating. Experts estimate the fires have killed more than 400 million animals and pushed threatened species like koalas further into extinction. They warn that these repeated bushfires risk destroying the ability of some landscapes to recover. And Australia's bushfire season isn't even at peak yet. And I think Australia's politics are not unlike America's in that you got a whole bunch of climate deniers in power in that country. Indeed, and conservative Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who has dismantled Australia's climate policies while dramatically expanding coal mining, is under a firestorm of criticism for downplaying the role of climate change and his slow response to the ongoing national emergency. Good. Morrison was heckled by devastated residents and shunned by volunteer firefighters in a visit to a devastated rural village. As he should be, as should every politician politician who is a climate emergency denier. How come we only had four trucks to defend our town? Because our town doesn't have a lot of money, but we have hearts of gold, Mr. Prime Minister. You're an idiot, mate. You really are. You are out. Bushfires occur in Australia every year, but this season began very early in September and is significantly worse than past years. Years ago, Australia's scientists predicted this extreme bushfire scenario, warning the increase in hotter and drier weather plus changes in monsoon rain patterns would make bushfires more intense and more widespread. Scientists, what do they know? 2019 was both the hottest and the driest year ever recorded in Australia. And on ABC Australia, climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann warned that the fires will get worse without climate action. You know, we're already seeing catastrophic impacts. You can imagine how much worse it'll be if we allow the planet to continue to warm, if we allow the continent of Australia to continue to dry out. This is just a taste of what's to come if we don't act. In Jakarta, the capital of Indonesia, the death toll continues to rise after weeks of torrential downpours caused widespread flash floods and mudslides. 66 are now confirmed dead, with nearly 200,000 forced to evacuate. Officials are spraying areas of the capital with disinfectant to slow the spread of waterborne diseases in the toxic soup of floodwaters. And the rain is not over yet. Finally, heads up for consumers. Oil industry experts are warning that President Trump's assassination of Iran's top general could royal global oil markets, and it's already goosed crude oil prices a bit. Iran has pledged retaliation, raising fears that it might attempt disruptive actions targeting oil production in Iraq or Saudi Arabia, or targeting the strategically important Strait of Hormuz in the Persian Gulf, a choke point through which 20% of global oil is shipped. The world currently has an oversupply of oil, and it's early yet in the conflict, but previous oil price spikes have helped tip the U.S. economy into recession. You know who's not worried about the spike in the price of oil? Who? Oh, Tesla owners, hybrid car owners. You know, buy yourself an electric car, you don't have to worry about this madness, sort of. 
For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And don't forget, the Green News Report is 100% listener-supported. Thanks to you, we're on your public airwaves. Please stop by bradblog.com slash donate to help keep us going. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1917. That was the day Carmelita Torres led the bath riots at the El Paso Juarez border. Mexican workers traveled daily across the Santa Fe Bridge from Juarez, Mexico, into El Paso, Texas, for work. As a condition of entry, workers were required to strip naked and be sprayed with a toxic mixture of chemicals. U.S. health officials insisted they were trying to stop the spread of typhus through this type of delousing campaign. However, they were just as motivated by racist typecasting of Mexicans as dirty. David Dorado Romo, author of Ringside to a Revolution, tells the story of 17-year-old Carmelita Torres. Amid rumors that health workers secretly photographed and then distributed photos of the naked women as they were being sprayed, Carmelita crossed into El Paso every day where she worked as a maid. But on this day, instead of stripping down, she refused fumigation and convinced the other women to demonstrate with her against this humiliating daily procedure. Within an hour, she and 200 other women had blocked all traffic coming into El Paso. Newspaper reports claimed several thousand protesters by the end of the day. The women marched to the disinfection camp, hoping to convince those undergoing disinfection to join them. When health officials tried to disperse the crowd, they were met with rocks and bottles. The women then laid down on the trolley tracks to stop the delivery of more workers and wrestled with motormen for control of the cars. The riots lasted for three days, but the spraying of Mexican workers with DDT and other toxic chemicals continued for more than 40 years. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and The Rick Smith Show. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on on Facebook and follow us on the Twitters at Labor History in Two. All right. My name is Tara Devon. Thank you for hanging out. I'm glad I'm back. I'm glad you're staying and we are in this together. Um, we stick together, we win. That's our motto. And it's true. So I want to thank you all for supporting the show and, you know, doing everything that you do. You keep me going. And in the interest of time, I hope you don't mind right now. I'm not going to thank all the patrons. We'll do that the next show. Uh, individually, we're getting, uh, we have a longer list, but... We definitely need more patrons. So go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to support the show. And eventually we will have a daily show. And that will, uh, we'll have our Saturday get-togethers every now and then. That'll be our specials and the daily show. We need it. Honestly, do you want to have a functioning democracy? I, I, that's what this is about. 
This is what we're up against. And this is what I wanted to talk about, what I saw this morning on AM Joy and everywhere else, because I've been seeing it everywhere. The bashing of Bernie. Because think about this. First of all, uh, right, it's been after the debate now, right? How many days? Whatever it was, Tuesday. Bernie Sanders edges out Joe Biden in post-debate national poll. In spite of all of the corporate media bashing and trying to label him and his supporters as misogynists. This Bernie bro thing is, is so annoying to me. Bernie bro? I guess I'm a Bernie bro. I don't know. First of all, the other thing is Bernie Sanders supporters are, prima- are majority women, females, as... They have done, you know, they broke it down. As it so happens, the majority of his support. So he he appeals not just to men. This Bernie bro moniker is nothing but a media-constructed bullshit because they do the same thing that they do, that, that Twitler does. Many people say, some people say, who are these fucking people? Show it. Show the receipts. That's why Lev Parnas he didn't just come out. It's not like Twitler coming out and he says his lies. Oh, many people say, some people say. No, Lev Parnas had the receipts. He had the text messages. He had the, the contemporaneous notes. He had the WhatsApp chats. He had it all. He had it written down. They never seem to show us these, these Bernie bros. Who are these Bernie bros? Where are these misogynist tweets? I'm not saying that some um, people who support Bernie aren't, they don't have issues. We're human beings. People have, uh, have issues. Some people are sexist. Some people are not. Some people have e- uh, uh, evolving to do. We all have some evolving to do in some wherever. We all have blind spots. But the fact is, the Bernie Sanders is not a misogynist. You will not be able to go back in history and find him talking about women in a negative way. Here's, he's, a, he's been a champion of women's rights, freedom, causes, his entire career. And, and unlike, unlike Joe Biden, unlike Amy Klobuchar, unlike all of these right-wing candidates, or Joy, or uh, A.M. Joy, Joy Reid, you're not going to find Bernie Sanders' blog back from wherever, back in the day, talking about her, uh, you know, how, whatever, what did she say about men? She said about gay men or something. First, she, she didn't even, at the time, remember, she apologized, but it took, it took a while. She, at first, she said she was hacked. Remember that? She thought that she went the whole old hacked route. What did she say? Uh, the post, one post, for example, without, uh, let's see, that Tom Cruise, Carl Rove, Chief Justice, Ro- John Roberts' sons are gay. Other posts made derogatory remarks about gay people, claiming that most, this is from Joy Reid, mo- quote, most straight people cringe at the sight of two men kissing. Okay. She said she was hacked at first. All right. We forgave her. So you're not going to find Bernie Sanders 
walk, <laughs> a, a blog, a video, anything, where he says, I, uh, I cringe at the sight of two men kissing. Never. You won't find it. In fact, Bernie Sanders was pro-gay, pro-equal protection under the law before it was cool, when it was politically disadvantageous. Where's Tara Jr. Jr.? I'm looking at the chat. Oh, he's behind me. There he is. He can stay there. Where's Francis, by the way? Francis! Francis! You're summoned. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. Come back. Come back. Francis. He doesn't live. Where is Francis? God damn it. I know he's in the, he's in the kitchen. He's been acting. Um, he's fine. But he's sort of, since he got his cone off and he's on his own, he seems like he's trying to feel his independence. So sometimes he'll just be laying on top of the refrigerator. That's where he likes to lay. But he does... He's, and he's been uh, not coming when I call him, too. So, All right. We'll leave him. He's, a, he's just a boy. He's just a teenage boy. What can you do? So, all right. Uh, anyway, back to this. That, it really pissed me off this morning. So what happened was um, Joy Reid had a, had a, had some moron on her show this woman who was a, what is it, a um, body language expert, apparently. I cannot believe it. To, to say that, to show with her expertise that Bernie Sanders was lying, it was such a lie. First of all, we, for those who don't know, what happened was at the debate, Bernie, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren has been saying that Bernie Sanders said a woman couldn't win, the election, bullshit, we all know it's bullshit, and at the debate, after the debate, well, CNN was such a, was such a hack job on Bernie, say, basically ignoring that he denied 100% that he did not say that, and then Elizabeth Warren, after the debate, Bernie went over to shake her hand, as you do, and Elizabeth Warren stood there with her hands clenched, and refused to sh shake his hand, saying, you just called me a liar. Am I wrong? And she knew. Here's the thing. She knew she was on a hot mic. They all know that. It was a complete play for the camera. And the other thing is, this was a complete um, hit job on Bernie when... For the, this alleged conversation that took place in private with no witnesses, apparently, that took place over a year and a half ago. So Elizabeth Warren, we are supposed to believe, was walking around holding this pain in so much all the time when she's saying how Bernie's a friend of mine, Bernie's a friend of mine. Instead, now, instead of using the opportunity of being on the stage with, this de with the, de uh, the de Democratic debate, to go after the, the true enemy of the people, the, the corporatists. She should have went after Joe Biden and said, what about your bankruptcy bill? She's been fighting Joe Biden's bankruptcy bill for decades. She, went, she spoke out against it when he was advocating for it. How many women did that harm? Instead of going after the corporatists, she went after Bernie with this bullshit, disingenuous tale. 
So in my estimation, um, it sort sort of looks like to me that she's um, angling to be Joe Biden's VP uh, by kicking down on Bernie with this bullshit. So, and the corporate media is not fair at all. They're, of course not. They never have been. If they were, they wouldn't have posed the questions to Bernie as they posed them. What do you say about bank, uh, your policies bankrupting, bankrupting America? That never, not ever talking about the policies of killing Americans and bankrupting them now. These mother effers. And so she says she does, she's not going to shake his hand Somehow, this is twisted into Bernie's? Bernie's wrong. He's the one that went over to shake her hand. So let's play what what they, uh, the AM Joy assholes had to say about... It's really annoying, though. I, I warn you. The non-aggression pact between fellow progressive senators and presidential candidates Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders ended in a big way this week. It began on Sunday when Politico published a report that the Sanders campaign was using a call script to voters that painted Warren as an elitist. Okay, here's the first thing. That a call script that painted Warren as an elitist. If you have worked on a phone bank or knocked on doors for people, they have you have scripts. That's the way it goes. I'm for Elizabeth Warren. What do you say for if you encounter an Elizabeth Warren supporter? You're trying to swing their vote to your candidate. You here's what you say. Elizabeth Warren has we know her demographic. They are educated white uh, people. She's not appealing to um to outside groups. You won't be bringing anyone new into the party. This is a fact. It's not that she, he's smearing her as an elitist. The, everybody knows it. They get, it's not about elitism, too. They get the same stats. They understand that. He told the truth. This is all true. So, then for A.M. Joy, for Joy Reid to, to frame it as smearing Elizabeth Warren as an elitist, what the fuck? You got, you got the memo, too. A.M. Joy. It's the truth. Then on Monday, reports emerged of a conversation Sanders and Warren had in 2018 in which Sanders allegedly said he didn't think a woman could be elected president in 2020. And that's where it got weird. Sanders denied the conversation happened at all. Then in the wake of the call script Mm. dust up, Warren confirmed the conversation happened. And then Sanders denied it again live on TV during this week's Iowa debate. Now, while Warren was cool about it on air, she was cool about it. This is, watch the frame is being developed. Warren's cool about it, but, you know, Bernie, he's got that Bernie thing going. He's like, he points. After the debate, she let Sanders have it in a moment captured on their still plugged in microphones. Like, by accident. Here's the other thing. We are supposed to be stupid enough to believe that she wasn't doing this for the camera. I think you called me a liar on national TV. Let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? Yeah. Let's be adults and not play this game. He, he knows. Bernie's been around the block. He knows this game. Let's not do this right now. You want to have a conversation? Let's do it off air. 
have that discussion. You called me a liar. You told me. All right, let's not do it now. That's right. He, she called him a liar. But it's okay. We're, see, as Bernie bros, here as a Bernie bro, we're all supposed to be conciliatory towards the corporatists and not be purists and not try to divide. But they can kick down on us, lie. They can call us misogynists. They can make up stories and play this game. She's playing the game here. There's nothing. Okay, that's the way it's played. But don't turn around and play victim. She, this kind of shit sets back the women's movement 50 years to claim the mantle of victimization. You're, you're not being heard all of the sudden, when it's politically expedient, and so you can drop um, a clever line during the debate. It was clear she was coached, of course. That's what you do. But this whole thing was a complete setup, and she thinks, and these corporate DLC mouthpieces, they think we're too stupid to figure it out. We, it's a completely obvious, and that's why it has backfired. Bernie raised more money off of this. More of the, his supporters gave uh, more donations. And he's, he's in the pole position now. So give me a break with this. Three. Wait, I'm trying okay, to... Okay, and then there's one more aspect to this progressive mini-war. Sanders supporters have used a particular tactic in calling Warren a liar. And this is what gets me. Because we're, it's not just Bernie they're going after. They're going after all of us, all of his supporters. The, with the people who would have won. Here's the other thing. If they had only listened to us in 2016, this was a change election. Yes, there were a lot of factors against Hillary Clinton, including the Russians, including voter suppression, all of it. But that's why Bernie would have won. He's the one that has the right-leaning coalition that these, these Klobuchar's, Buttigieg, and Bidens all say that they can bring into the Democratic Party by the mere fact of peddling the Republican policies, policies back at them, which is bullshit. No, it doesn't—does—what does, does, uh, who? Republican's going to vote for Biden just because he— gave them the bankruptcy bill. He gave corporate, the, the, the oligarchy their bankruptcy bill. And NAFTA, excuse me. <laughs> I don't have one of those things. So, You know what I mean? But Bernie, because he's not bought, because he's a completely people-funded campaign, he, as they did when they did the examination of the, what Bernie supporters did in the 2016 election, one in 10 of them voted for Twitler because it's not because they're Bernie bros, but because they are right leaning independents who would never have voted for a Democrat to begin with, for Hillary Clinton in, in particular. They wanted an outsider. They were going to vote for somebody who's not bought by corporations. The same thing that Twitler said. He was. That's what, that's what uh, Bloomberg says. No one can buy me, right? That's one of his claims to fame, that, but it's actually true with Bernie, except with Bernie, he's 
he's actually fighting for the FDR New Deal policies that built the middle class. He will help restore this country and shore up that fissure where a Twitler rose to power. Anyway, you know my my whole thing. I think that if we get a right-wing Democrat, if we get one, if we get a DLC Democrat, we the next fascist that gets in is going to be forever. That's it. The next fascist who gets in is not going to be such an unmanageable baboon like Twitler. And this country is going to be over. It's, it will be over. It will be like going from Caesar to Augustus. It's going to be done. That person, that's the thing with, with Caesar in the end of the Roman Empire. They Just murdering Caesar didn't end the Roman Republic. The next, the first emperor, the, he, he played the game. He didn't walk around ostentatiously. He, he was subdued. He didn't call himself emperor. He called himself first citizen. He was modest. He, he feigned deference to the Senate, all the while solidifying power into his own hands to the point where by the time he died, the memory of the Republic had died with him, and that was the end. So that's what's going to happen here. Instead of Caesar walking around in purple robes, we'll get someone who is somewhat manageable on the outside, while just as dangerous and, and detrimental to democracy, and more so, than Twitler. So, anyway... Who is Greg? I'm looking at the chat. Greg is being blocked on the chat. Who's you gonna block him? Why? We gotta. What's going on in here, guys? Am I missing something? I can't always keep an eye on the chat. That's why I gotta make. Where are we? Haiku wants to be the moderator. And I think he's going to do it. What do you think, Maiku? Let me see. Hold on a second here. I know we do a lot of holding on on Terror Buster. I'm always like, hold on. Got to do this. Got to do that. While I'm holding on, you could always become a patron or do a super chat. I don't know. I'm just saying. But I think there's a way to make you a moderator. Let me see. Ha ha ha. There you go. I think it did it. I was looking into it. Haiku is now the moderator of the chat. But I think I have to do it every time. So that's okay. All right. You guys play nice. I'm. Oh, I got another super chat. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. Again, Jim. Mamma mia. Mama Miho. That's my friend Miho. I always uh, I say Mama Miho. She's Japanese. Her name is Miho. And I always say Mama Miho. So when I say Mama Mia, I want to say Mama Miho. But, and when I said it, I had I felt like I had to explain it to you cuz you're like Mama Miho. All right, let's continue with this. 
bad friend for telling her side of the women can't win story, besieging Warren and her supporters on Twitter with snake emojis. Nice. Can you believe that? That's the thing that really pissed me off. They, people sent her snake emojis. Nice. Besieging Warren on Twitter with snake emojis? Who fucking cares? She's the, she's, she wants to be the president. That's the worst thing that can happen? Besieging Warren on Twitter with snake emojis. I'm besieged with a snake emoji. Are you that fragile? You do realize we're fighting fascism here. A snake emoji. People, they sent her a snake emoji because she's a snake, apparently, uh, who turned on her so-called friend and lied. We all know she lied. It's a lie. And unfortunately, I liked Elizabeth Warren. I appreciated her policies. In fact, I would have been happily, you know, vote, vote, vote for her. Of course, I will if she's the nominee. Of course, you got you know, to say that. And, uh, you know, I'm a Bernie bro. What can you say? It's so ridiculous. Besieged. Well, we're so, we're out of control these bernie bros they besieged the poor woman who lied about the man who's championing uh, women policies and policies of everyone for his entire effing political career unbelievable but you know he, she's under she's besieged could you imagine if bernie complained Oh, they sent me a bunch of snake emojis. I couldn't believe, I was besieged in my home for days. I, I couldn't leave. I was, it was like Hitler in the bunker. Too many, but there's so many, I'm looking at, my eyes are looking at so many snake emojis. It's besieging me. Give me a fucking break over here. <laughs> I'm besieged. And, and I love Joy Reid's commentary. Nice. Hold me. All right, let's not do it now. Three. Wait, here it is. Okay, and then there's one more aspect to this progressive mini-war. Sanders supporters have used a particular tactic in calling Warren a liar and a bad friend for telling bad her side friend. of the women can't win the, story. Besieging Warren and her supporters on Twitter with snake emojis. Oh, my God. Nice. They couldn't even move. They were so besieged. There were so many snake emojis. It was like, oh, help us. It's so, they're so, it's so tedious and stupid. Okay, keep going here. Joining me now is Brittany Packnett Cunningham. Who's the dumb bitches? The NBC, uh, it's a whole panel of dumb bitches. As a contributor, she's also oh, um, there I go, Bernie Zero, bro. A former fellow at Harvard. I'm going full Bernie bro here. I'm a misogynist, I suppose. I'm only I'm a I'm only a lesbian, but I guess I hate women somehow because I I not bought by the bullshit that I need some billionaire to trickle on me. That I actually want to actualize. I want to I want to live to see the actualized promises in our founding documents. I would love to live in a country that works for all. And I see a candidate who's, who's consistent, who's trusted, who's not a liar. 
He's not lying. I mean, unfortunately, Elizabeth Warren has kind of a long history of not actually telling the truth when she's cornered, too. Her whole stupid DNA thing. She And she's really not a the best candidate, frankly, because she's... One, she's on the list of like the least popular candidates in the country. But whether that's misogyny, I don't know. But I think, it, of course, Twitler's been beaten down on her. But she gives them good reason with her stupid DNA tests and all that shit. And uh, what else did she 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 lied about sending her kids to public school? She also uh, lied, possibly, I believe, uh, about saying she was fired for being pregnant, and that wasn't true. Things like that. She'll say things to up her cred in the liberal world. But, I mean, I get it. She's, of course she has positives, but it's really disappointing. And... Yeah, she created the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. I, I really liked her a lot more until this she pulled this bullshit. And it kind of opened up the whole Pandora's box. Politics and co-host of the podcast Pod Save the People. During the Obama administration, okay. Brittany was appointed to Here the Ferguson go. Commission on and President Obama's task force on 21st century policing. So welcome to the family. Also joining me, Janine Driver, a body right. language expert, and Aaron body Haynes, language a political journalist covering the 2020 presidential race. Thank, Thank you, you all for being here. Uh, this is a great panel to talk Super about this. Chat. I'm going to start with you, Janine, because I know you do a lot of public speaking that has to do this, with wait, women wait, operating wait in to the hear workplace. This yes. bullshit. And when I saw the both on during the debate, Warren was quite cool about it. She was like, Bernie's my friend. I'm not going to get into that. She's here. cool about it. She rolled up yeah. on him. Yeah. She was rolled. like, no, we're not going to handshake now. You called me a liar. Yes. We're not. She rolled up on him. We're not going to handshake now. You called me a liar. She's. Are you fucking kidding me? They, they really do think we're stupid. She rolled up on him. No, he went over to her and extended his hand. She rolled up on and she stood there like this. This, this whole stunt backfired on her, unfortunately, which goes to show you. Come on. Sort of like, uh, hey, give me a beer to her husband. That whole other stupid, I guess maybe they were trying to be funny. Give me a beer. Can I have a beer? I hate these pandering Dems. Just be yourself. That's why people like Bernie. He is just himself. Be yourself. Be authentic. Try to try, try to work for the people. Stop pandering. Just be yourself. And if you are something, if you have good policies, if you're sincere, then you'll get the votes. You don't have to sit, sit around going, hey, you got a beer? Or here's my DNA test. Give me a break here felt to me like a lot of the ways that women have to operate and work in the professional environment where you can't be angry or you're the bad. You're the I bad. can't believe this. You see what I'm saying? They are giving her the mantle of the oppressed, which sets the oppressed back uh, about a thousand years. Most, most of us want to deal with it afterwards instead of just going right for it. The fact most of us want to deal with it afterwards. This is a year and a half later. Instead of going right for it, you see what I'm saying? Here's the gaslighting. They, yeah, oh yeah, she really went for it there. 
I, he, I, he, she rolled up on him. No, he, she looks like a petty. She looked like exactly like we're saying. He extended his hand and she went like, uh, clenched her fists and looked like she, the stunt that she was putting on. And that's exactly what it looked like for the cameras. And here, listen to this body expert. Elizabeth Warren not only came over, she squared her body. He's giving her the cold shoulder. He doesn't you can't fucking lie. You hear that? He's giving her the cold shoulder. She, he, she came over to him. This is gaslighting. He came over to her. We saw it. She reached out his hand. She squared her body. Here comes the this bamboozling bitch. I guess she makes a racket at a body language expert. Squared her body. He's giving her the cold shoulder. He doesn't turn to her. Just Are you kidding me? He doesn't turn to her. You don't believe your lying eyes. I think you just called me a liar on national TV. If you go back to Wienergate, you go back to all of these political um, Armageddons when it comes to deception, no one calls someone else a liar like this. And she comes right out and says, wait a minute, did you just call me a liar? Are you serious? This is indicative of someone who's telling the truth. Because if she This is indicative of someone who's telling, not that someone, how about somebody on national television who's making up a tall tale? To feed an agenda. Is that telling the truth? What's the body language of that? Flying, it's unlikely she would have confronted him in that moment. Yeah. Really? No, because what, she had a whole setup. They had a whole comeback. They had a, you know, drop in the mic kind of. Well, women, all the women here on stage are the only ones who won all their elections. Uh, even though Bernie beat a Republican, as he pointed out, and she wouldn't give him that. It was a complete setup. And the, the, the story story about this was it was about a sort of a, a multiple tiered breakdown in this non-aggression pact between these two progressives. I mean, who, the corporate media, honestly, end, right? At some point, they had to fight it out. That is politics. But the way case that in this point, alliance has broken Z. down, has it surprised you just uh, just uh, the way just that how quickly much it's happened and how harshly it's happened? a liberal media. Well, you know, uh, and good morning, Joy. I mean, look, the gloves are definitely off with 16 days to go until the Iowa the caucuses. The gloves are and, off. And I think, you know, it's interesting that the conversation has shifted to gender now that really the formidable uh, candidates uh, of color are, are really out of the race. Look, we are getting down to She's the... She's not... That's what I'm saying. It's such an insult to gender. You know what I mean? It's such an insult to the actual progress that needs to be made. She's hot. She's hanging on to the coattails, saying it's a me too f for what uh, political expedience. It's bullshit. It denigrates real oppression, real sexism, real misogyny. Here uh, with with primary voting about to get underway, and these campaigns are looking to differentiate themselves. And for better or for worse, gender is still a way to do that in this country. Yeah, absolutely. And Brittany, you know, this, that, that is a Thank good point. That it reminds me of the fact that one of the challenges that Hillary Clinton had, chat. when I would go around the country and talk to young... Wait, oh, searching shit. For music for your next uh, video. Are you kidding me? I grabbed this ad. I didn't mean that. Here we go. Let me fast forward. Obviously, I grabbed this off of YouTube.
need a woman president. There wasn't an urgency to that until she lost. And then suddenly it was the same thing that happened, I think, with a lot of black voters who were sort of neither here nor there um, on Kamala Harris until she was out. And then there was all kind of feelings that were right, like belated. Let's get forward, forward, forward. Worried that someone vote, won't vote for a person of color or a woman or she they're actually unintentionally or intentionally validating the worst biases in our society. The worst? The idea that a woman... How did someone who has been fighting for women's rights his entire career become the misogynist? It's a complete corporate media construction. It 100%. And this is how they get us. Because they attack the sincere people. His Bernie's real sin is that he is not... He's not... Um, not that he's advocating for women, but he is exposing the con in the corporate oligarchy, in the system. He is the truth teller. And the, the whole corporate media is allied against him. They're more comfortable in the ivory tower with wearing their pink scarves and talking about the women's march while throwing a subsidy at the the problem while keeping the problem intact just a subsidy people are dying out here the united states is on the ballot the democracy is on the ballot and we have one candidate that can roll back at least begin the process at least he understands what the what the problem is he's diagnosed it and he's been fighting against the oligarchy, his entire career. That's the problem. And now they're trying to brand him. The other thing that pisses me off is that they're branding us. Bernie supporters, Bernie bros. I have canvas for Bernie. I've, I've done phone banks for Bernie. I've been to Bernie rallies. I've been to Bernie speeches. I have never met a Bernie bro. I have never. I meet sincere people of all ages, all races, all, per, per, all uh, genders, on all sincere patriots working uh, cooperatively to restore democracy from oligarchy, who understand what this country, what the real problem is, that we're pitted against each other, that we are fighting against each other while the rich are getting richer and running away, not just with the bank, but with the government. And this is a problem. But they're fine. In the ivory tower, you, it's, it's fine. They will still get to their cushy, phony, baloney jobs on television. If we have a government that works for all, it'll still work for them. They'll be fine. When the idea that a person of color can't win, that a woman of color can't win, nobody are said this. That we this is all the time. They don't even have one single supporter on. If we identify with those folks, so that electability conversation can actually really start to infuse all of our thinking if we're not really careful. Yeah, I mean, Jenny, the thing. How come she held it in for a year and a half? This is the other thing. I want to get to this woman, this dumb bitch body language. I think Bernie's lying. We see him. He slouches forward anyway, Joy. But here he turtles. If you look at his eye uh, level. This is what got me. He turtles? 
He normally answers questions. When he makes the denial, his whole shoulders come up like a little kid getting caught. His what? eye level is below his shoulders. This is trying to hide in plain sight. And many of us, we don't know what to look for. So if you look for this right out of the gate, and the strongest denial is simply saying no. And I think women in particular, we want to believe human beings. So oh we're like, yeah, I would, I would say that. He literally said, well, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. That's nine words, unnecessary, no. Did you vote for Donald Trump in the last election? Absolutely no. <laughs> right? So no, did you dress up as an Easter Can Bunny you and Easter? Absolutely this? no. Right? So it's no. We say Absolutely no. Absolutely no. So he says, as a matter of fact, I didn't say it. That's proof. And he turtles. You fucking problem sucker. You lover of oligarchy. These people. You fake dem. Get out of the Democratic Party. I really wish they would go just be Republicans. Be a normal Republican. He turtles. It's so offensive in so many ways. He turtles. What do you what do you call this bitch? She looks turtling to me. Did you vote for Donald Trump in the last election? Absolutely, Absolutely no. not. So well, no. you said you that's two words, Easter? Joy. You must be lying. And Easter. Absolutely not. Right? So it's no. We say no. Look at her. Absolutely not. Look, that shit-eating grin on her face. Like, I got him now. No one believes it, Joy. Bernie is in the lead without any of the corporate mouthpieces promoting him. That should give you reason to hope. That's what they're afraid of. Absolutely is actually not the strongest denial. You're, you're playing with me here in the game, but at least you're getting the no Oh, you're here. playing with me. You're getting, see, you must be lying. You must have voted for Donald Trump. You must be a, an orange purple unicorn or whatever she no, said. So, no, did you dress up as an Easter money and Easter? Absolutely not. Right? So it's no. See, absolutely not. See, it's no. Well, you know, it's, you're, you're playing with me. So maybe you did dress up as a unicorn on Easter. According to this bitch, his body language. Say no, absolutely is actually not the strongest denial. You're, you're playing with me here in the game, but at least you're getting you the no this? in here. We're not hearing How the no with Bernie. Also with it? Bernie, he has numerous hotspots. He says, well, liars like to start with well. Liars he like to start with well. I say well. I'm not a liar. We, we have to worry. Well, it doesn't matter. We know. As FDR said, judge me by my enemies. This is a sign that he's doing something right. You see what I'm saying? If he was one of them, there would be no reason for the Confederacy of Corporate Media Dunces to be rallied against him. This is all a sign. The flying monkeys fanning out all over media against Bernie is the sign that he is doing it correctly. And they're not even, because they got nothing. So they have to make shit up. They got to call him a misogynist. They have to call the supporters a bunch of Bernie bros. They got to denigrate us when we're the ones who truly fighting for this country. Looks away. He laughs. I think he might have been coached to laugh in this moment. A coached lot of politicians are to, coached laugh. to laugh. He's too busy trying to make sure you don't die or go bankrupt when you get sick, bitch. He's not sitting there being coached about when to laugh difficult times so we're focused on the laughter and, and it's supposed to send a message that this isn't serious it is serious if he said it which i believe that he did he would have been i believe better to just he did uh, you know barack obama wrote a book he has years to ago, own years it ago, and he, said he didn't what are you gonna own okay there's more to this video but it's not just on morning joe that i mean morning joe i say more morning joe because i'm always rallying it funny enough morning joe actually defended bernie it was on it was all over the corporate media and the view really got me insane. 
here's uh, Megan McCain. Everybody has conversations like that. Why is this a big story? Hmm. It's a big story because he hurt uh, Hillary Clinton so much in the last election. And yeah. it's a big story because while he has a good reputation on Capitol Hill, he does as a, being a congenial senator right. um, with other senators. This bitch, his who is she? Meaning the burning Bernie bros. It's actually one of the few things that really connects uh, liberal what? pundits and conservative female pundits mm -hmm. together. Show it's us. Just Show us the receipts. But he has a problem with women. Yeah. He, he does? Very long time. Look, just keep saying it until it's, you believe it, because there is this meme out there now that Bernie has a women problem, a problem with women. Bullshit. Show me. They keep talking about the Bernie bros and the misogyny all over rampant online. Show me if it's so rampant. Why can't I ever see any examples? All I hear are them, though, talking about how rampant it is, but I don't see it. This is why you know you're being gaslit by these fuckers. I want another misogynist as president. No. I don't want another misogynist as president. No, bitch. You're afraid that you will actually have to pay taxes instead of getting your estate, your daddy's estate, tax-free. Well, it's too late. Look, I don't want another misogynist as president. No. Okay? No. Uh, I mean, you hear Whoopi in the background? No. No. She hates Bernie, too. The whole, on the view, they went off I think on we're him. all women in this country are sick of it, and I have I'm sick of you, you but Megan, I'm sick of you. And your corporate media, um, your, the fact that you have a, 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 a platform so wide because your father was Senator John McCain, and you're, you're nothing. You're nepotism. This is what we, why we need. A, an actual revolution in this country. We need a revolution, not a shooting war, but we, uh, a, uh, we need f for Megan to have to pay her fair share of her trust fund. Who is she? This bitch. I'm here begging for patrons, and this bitch is sitting on the view. You see? This is why. We need a real liberal media. Because we're up against it. This is why the country is on the, on the ropes. That, because you got people like Meghan McCain. A moron. A sophomoric nothing. What does she bring to the table? Disparaging a man who has done more work for this country. Who has dedicated his life to trying to make this world a better place. And this dunce on her corporate, sitting on her corporate high horse has to disparage him with lies. What misogyny? Show me, Megan. Who, who? Is it misogyny? Every, to send Joy Reid, or I mean, uh, to send Elizabeth Warren a snake. I guess that's misogyny. I guess we're all Bernie Burps. So, it goes on, though. Where is it? He's got... Oh, here's something that pissed me off. Here. Conversation with a politician last night, and we were talking about the likelihood of there being a fractured convention. Is Everyone should, at this point, expect it, because I don't think Bernie Fuck and his you, supporters are going to go much like they did last time. And it will, again, what it will they hurt the did principal, last just time. like he really hurt Hillary. But Hillary's book, she says some <laughs> He of really hurt Hillary? No politician campaigned for Hillary Clinton more than Bernie Sanders. 
Bernie Sanders was trying to save this country from fascism, and Hillary Clinton was getting her due. It was her turn. She couldn't see. She couldn't be bothered to put her feet on the ground in Wisconsin and these other places that her DLC Democratic husband turned his back on with the corporation by kicking down on the New Deal. NAFTA, CAFTA giving us these trade policies that decimated the middle class, where that allowed a twitler to, to come in and exploit the fissures of disunity. So he hurt Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, in my opinion, hurt us. These Democrats, these DLCs, D- Democrats hurt us. Uh, some of his supporters, the so-called Bernie bros, took to harassing my supporters go. online. It got ugly. And this is Hillary. She's reading from Hillary Clinton's book. Uh, some Ouch. of his supporters, the so-called Bernie bros, took to harassing my supporters go. online. Harassing my supporters online. It got ugly and more than a little misogynist. Show us. There is not a single example. Sis, that's from Hillary. More than a little sexist. That's from Hillary. Remember the in like the close up yeah. of his face? Yeah. Like he was... Wait, wait. I'm looking on Mark on the chat. Your blood pressure's up now? Wait. Give me a second. On a lemon when yeah. they were like showing her and then his wait, brother. This this fucking bitch. Hold on. Hillary. Remember the in like the close up yeah. of his face? Yeah. It looks like he was sucking on a lemon when yeah. they were like showing her and then his brother made this whole thing and it wasn't the show of Solidarity. dignity and solidarity yeah. that I think she had hoped. It- are you serious? She hurt Hillary. He hurt Hillary. She, he looked like he was sucking on the lemon. She's talking about at the Democratic convention when they were counting the votes, and his brother made this big show, and he looked like he was sucking, and, she, and Bernie looked like he was sucking on a lemon. Yeah, that's the problem. She don't like the way he looks. Well, let's look at what happened at the DNC convention. It was an emotional moment for Bernie and his brother. I I want to bring before this convention the names of our parents, Eli Sanders and Dorothy Glass. He looks like he's sucking on a lemon, you see? He's smiling at his brother. And his brother's saying, I know it's very low. Our parents, I want to remember our parents. They would be immensely proud. They loved FDR. They would be so proud that their son is carrying on Franklin Roosevelt's legacy. And this is Bernie's, oh, he looked like he's sucking on a lemon. What he's doing is holding back tears, listening to his brother. And this fucking conversation with Here's what Meghan McCain on a lemon when they were like showing her and then his brother made this whole thing and it wasn't the show and his brother made this whole thing dignity and solidarity that i think she had hoped it wasn't the show of dignity and solidarity yeah we gotta all get in line and suck on corporate dlc teat just take the scraps take the subsidies don't ever think of fixing what's broken just worry about yourself then right that's all it is if you got yours, here's another thing. Abby Hub- Huntsman. Yeah. When I did yeah, the, did the Bill that. Maher show, I was sitting on the, uh, the Bill Maher panel with him, and, and I, was young, I, was, I was like 24, 25. Um, and, you know, he was doing his thing Can and talking to shut up like or this. Something? And, I mean, we've showed a clip, shown a he clip of it. He basically didn't even 
realize I was sitting there or existed. It was it was kind of like this. And uh, so now he's a so misogynist. You see what I'm saying? So here's Bernie on the Bill Maher show. She's saying, oh, he was he didn't even think I was there. Oh, my God. I had to slap his hand. Well, that may, he must be a horrible human being. He's talking to this dumbass conservative about climate change. That's the way he talks. She put his hand down. Okay. He says, I'm so sorry. Because they are arguing about the future of this planet. She's like, Oh, um, because he put his hand at me when he was gesturing, he must be a misogynist. Now, let's all continue to vote for our own demise. Let's keep the oligarchy going because Bernie has gestures that they don't like. And she don't like his face. Meghan McCain thinks he's sucking on a lemon. These bitches, what do they do? What have they done except advocate for the oligarchy, advocate for the ivory tower? Don't worry, Megan and Abby Huntsman. Who the hell is Abby Huntsman? What does she do? What does she bring to the table? How is she sitting there with a platform of millions of people, and I'm sitting here asking for patrons, for God's sakes, and super chats? You know what I mean? This is why we are in trouble, people. When you have an altruistic person who actually wants to serve the people, they will attack and disparage and lie. Please, show me. I haven't seen, I haven't seen these Bernie bros. They're invisible. I'm around Bernie supporters all the time. I'm in the Bernie world. Where are they? They'd never have the receipts. Oh, somebody sent a snake emoji. Right, right. Misogyny. They give real incidences of misogyny. They, they disparage that. They hurt the real causes by glomming on with the lies, with the bullshit. And Joy Reid, I mean, and uh, Joy Behar, after the, uh, when the view goes on, she starts saying, oh, I hope we all can come together. I hope when it's all over, Bernie can come together and, and support the candidate as if he will not be the candidate. Fuck you. They think, you know what I mean? They think that they got it in the bag. I don't know what they're fighting for. They're fighting for subsidies and pink scarves and the trappings of change. But the really, they're not fighting for anything but the death of this democracy. Oh, there I go. I got gestures too. Oh, man, I must be a misogynist. I'm looking at the time. Oh, my God. I can feel my heart beating a thousand miles. You guys are amazing. This chat is on fire. This chat is on fire. <laughs> so if you're not in the Tarabuster chat during the show, you, I mean, I hope you can do it. I hope you can show up. Love yourself and hang out in the chat. It's fun. And we can uh, do with some more super chats. But I will try to do another show during the week. I want to do them more so we can get more audience, reach out to more people, and get some more Super Chats, more revenue going. Thank you, Mark. It really does matter. We have to keep the show going and the website and all of that. This is what you're supporting when you become a patron. And you're, you're supporting the liberal media. You're supporting the uh, 
I don't know. You're supporting... I was going to say anti-oligarch. I don't know. You're supporting the, the liberals, progressives, the dreams of our founders. I, I believe that. That's the... American Revolution began in tea shops with pamphlets, with people whispering about life without a king and an aristocracy. That's what we're doing here. And we will win because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of humanity. And we know that we're in this together. The founders knew it, when, even though they were racists and all that other stuff committed genocide against the indigenous people, but, you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> but we do have uh, the only founding documents that talk about happiness, and we're, uh, we are in this together. E pluribus unum is just another way of saying we stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. Please become a patron. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notify so it'll notify you when we go live and tell your friends give it a good review on itunes all that stuff will help us grow uh, of course the patrons help us grow the most because that's the way it is it all costs money everything costs money the ecam costs money the stream costs money the restream costs money you know what i'm saying and we are, we're in this together this is people powered just like bernie sanders campaign so we are in this together. I really, we, I know that. I see it. You guys are evidence of that. So I will see you in a couple of days. I'm not sure when, but uh, until then, get some rest. We have a lot of work to do. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon.